Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Welcome to Montana's Peer Network. I'm Jim Haney, Executive Director. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, It's been a little bit since we have uh, been on doing a podcast here. Uh, Not because we're slacking or anything like that, but just uh, it has been so damn busy around here. Uh, We just have so much going on right now. Uh, Got some new staff. Um, new projects, new trainings. Oh, man, I mean, it's just been one thing after another, and I and I uh, I know it's been a while, and it's been on my mind, and I've been wanting to get back and do another podcast, and just have not been able to do one. And so, uh, you know, finally just had to say, okay, that's it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get on here, and we're gonna do a podcast, and and get going again. And so. Uh, sorry if, uh, you know, you've been out there waiting and looking and wanting another, another episode. Um, but we've been busy, you know, been busy. There's a lot happening with peer support, bunch of new funding, and, um, it's just really kept us on our toes, but, uh, it's summertime here, right? And, uh, man, I know, uh, Montana's been burning up here. So as I'm recording this, uh, I know temperatures were reaching 100 across the state. Some places were even a little bit over. I know up in Haver, I think it got up well over 100, eastern Montana. Uh, it's been hot. It's been really hot. And I hope that you're all staying cool, but I also hope that you're uh, staying hydrated. Man, uh, do not let yourself get dehydrated. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water and uh, you know, you're staying cool in the hot, hot part of the day. It's um, <clears throat> accumulative, you know, you can lose lose some uh, hydration each day, and that sort of builds up week after week and um, can lead to some real health problems. So stay hydrated. But hey, thanks for tuning in. We have a packed, 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 packed show for you today. Um, my guest is going to be um, a, pure, a wonderful guy, a peer supporter named Michael Licardi. He's going to come on and be be my guest, and we're going to talk about peer support and how he got involved with that, how he got into recovery. He's just a super cool guy. He works for uh, Instar uh, Counseling Services, Community Services in Helena. They do counseling and peer support, um, and just a fantastic company, uh, really great guy. And uh, he works uh, does some work here for Montana's Peer Network, uh, running a peer support group. Um, and so, you know, uh, just somebody I wanted to bring on, I've, I've wanted to bring him on for a while, really ever since I first met him. And so finally having the opportunity to bring him on. So a little bit later in the show, we're going to, um, we're going to have Michael joining us by, by phone. Um, and so one of the things though, before we jump in too far that I, I want to, I want to talk about, it's on my, it's on my, my list here is, uh, 
summertime, um, does anybody else have this? I, I have this weird experience in the summer is uh, I get kind of a like a summer depression going. And, you know, I think um, when I share that with people, most people think that's, you know, a little different. Most people get kind of depressed maybe in the winter, the doldrums of winter, or even as you move towards spring, but it's winter still kind of hanging on. But I get this thing in the in the summertime that comes on, and uh, I've noticed it's coming on. And just the last, last uh, couple of days, I've noticed things really shift. My sleep is messed up now, and um, just feeling kind of down, not feeling quite right. And um, it's just, it's a summertime thing. I, I, I talked to a psychiatrist one time about it. Um, uh, wasn't my psychiatrist, it was through work, you know. Um, anyway, and I, I shared, yeah, I get this. Do you see that, you know, in, in people? And I remember he said, he said, it's actually more common than you think, but people don't talk about it because, well, it's summertime. You're supposed to be, you know, having fun and uh, being happy. And, you know, that's the time we're generally upbeat. But, um, and I appreciated his comments on that. It really validated my, um, my experience because, man, it just starts coming on. Like, you know, I summer's great and, you know, camping and hiking and all that stuff, and it's wonderful. And then, um, yeah, it just starts coming on. I start not being able to sleep and um, just kind of getting that cloudy, sort of foggy thinking. And um, it starts affecting everything, you know. I don't feel like um, doing the things I would normally want to be doing, and I definitely then begin losing energy and don't feel up to it and as motivated. And so uh, starts to be a challenge. And um, yeah, it seems like this, the, the hot weather and I don't know, just I've been uh, tracking it over the last few summers and um, just seems pretty consistent and seems to be coming on. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's any uh, folks listening out there um, and uh, if anyone else experiences that. And then the second part of that is, well, then what do you do, right? Because this is a big part of it. It's one thing to recognize what's happening, which I do, but then there's another part, which is what am I gonna do about it? What, what am I gonna, <clears throat> how am I gonna take care of myself, you know, self-care? So, you know, for me, it's, um, it's talking about it. So one, it's doing this. Um, and two, it's, um, you know, being a little hard on myself and getting myself up and saying, no, you're going to get up and you're going to go do these things. You're going to get out. So, you know, I took a couple of nice bike rides this over this last last week. Um, I've been getting up. My goal is to ride 25 miles a week, which I have not been hitting, but I've been getting to like 20 miles at 21 last week. So, um, that helps to get out, and, and even though it's hot, getting out real early in the morning when it's still cool, and doing a good, a real good bike ride tends to help me, um, and acknowledging it, you know, hey, this is what's going on, um, and uh, that's really helpful to me, and, you know, talking about it, being open about it, um, and saying, okay, but also recognizing don't let myself fall into that slump of, uh, okay, I'm just going to lay here or I'm not going to do anything, but actually get out and do things. <clears throat> Trying
try to keep to my routine. That's a big one. Um, and eating healthy, you know, not slipping into uh, eating junk, junk food, because that just for me just makes it worse. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, acknowledging it and, and working through it and hanging in there. So anyway, just uh, putting that out there. Any of you uh, need to reach out? Absolutely do it, you know, reach out and um, get yourself some help, whether that's a peer supporter or that's counseling um, or a friend or neighbor, somebody uh, or, a, you know, counselor, professional, um, you should be doing that and acknowledge it. It's real. I know I experience it. So, all right. Uh, we talked about Michael. He's going to be coming on a little bit later. Uh, what's going on at MPN? And man, like I said, we have a ton of stuff going on. We have some new t-shirts on the website. If you haven't been to our store uh, in a while, we've upgraded it. We've changed it. We have a bunch of new t-shirts, so new designs. It's a big fundraiser we're doing. The shirts are start at $13. Yeah, that's right. 13 bucks for a cool-looking blue, blue shirt. We've got recovery sayings on the front. We have a limited number that have our logo on the back. So uh, if you're looking for a particular one uh, and you want the saying on the front and you want our logo on the back, just let us know. Um, but we only have a limited number of those. We don't have nearly as many of those as we have of the ones with just the saying and they're, they're blank on the back. So go to our website, check out the store, and you'll find that. Um, want to talk about uh, next month, September is recovery month. Right, And so we have two big events going on in the month of September. So uh, one is a recovery celebration for Eastern Montana. Let's, let's celebrate recovery, right? Uh, so it's going to be held in Billings at South Park on Friday, September 7th. It runs from 10 to 3. It is free. That's right, folks. It's free, just like most of the things that we do here, most of the stuff. We set it up so it's free. Um, Gonna have some activities, uh, lots of recovery booths. There's food. Uh, gonna have a couple speakers talking, sharing about their recovery. Um, and so, if you're in Billings or you're in Eastern Montana, it's Friday, September 7th, uh, 10 to 3. It's free recovery celebration. We're partnered with the Rocky Mountain Tribal Leaders Council for that project. So we're really excited about it, and we hope to see you all out there. Um, I know we'll be, we'll, I'll be there with a booth. And uh, we got some board members uh, going to be talking and um, just be having a good time. Then Saturday, September 15th in Missoula is the 2018 Recovery Conference. And so uh, in the past, I know we've done it over in Helena. This year we're doing it in Missoula. And so Saturday, September 15th, uh, the registration starts at 9, conference starts at 10, and it'll run to 5. And as usual, we have a bunch of workshops going on, and uh, I don't have the workshop scheduled just yet. We're still trying to finalize some of those, but we have a nice broad range of workshops going on throughout the day. Um, this conference is being held at the Holiday Inn uh, Missoula downtown. So the one that's right downtown, right on the river, it's uh, 200 South Patti uh, Streets, Missoula, Registration at 9, conference is going to start at 10, got a keynote speaker, uh, workshops, raffle. We have our awards. That's always fun. In fact, that's like my my favorite part of the whole conference is I love 
recognizing the hard work of people around the state. I think it's something that we don't do enough in uh, behavioral health. I think we don't actually stop and acknowledge each other and the work, the hard work that everybody's doing. And so uh, doing our awards, right? Peer Supporter of the Year Award. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, raffle, be raffling off um, as usual. You know, you get a raffle, raffle ticket when you come in and then throughout the day we're raffling off good, lots of goodies for people. Um, going to be lots of information booths there. People are starting to really call in now and say, hey, we want a booth. And, you know, so going to be a chance to network and pick up resources and a chance for us all to come together. So, again, if you're in eastern Montana, it's September 7th, South Park in Billings. And if it's uh, if you're more on the western side, you're probably going to go to the Missoula one. And that's September 15th, okay, on Saturday. So we hope that we, uh, we see you there, all right? Okay, so what else we got going on here? Um, <clears throat> the peer supporter uh, certification application is out. So on the Board of Behavioral Health, you can pick up the uh, you can pick up the application at the Board of Behavioral Health. Just type in Behavioral Health Peer Support Specialist, get your application, and you can start getting yourself certified. Totally cool. Finally, we got that up there. So. Uh, quick mention, Peer Support 101 in Helena. Again, you're going to want to be checking our website, checking our Facebook page. We're going to be in Helena in October, the middle of October, the week of the 15th, Peer Support 101. I can tell you already, uh, it's about a 30% full. I mean, this stuff books out ahead of time. After that, the next one will be um, in December, and that one will be in early December in Missoula. Okay. All right. Um, and then the, the next thing that I want to talk about is a cool project that we're doing for Recovery Month, okay? Like we're not doing enough, two, two big events going on, but we got one more project and we really need your help with this one, okay? This one is called 30 and 30 video series. And what we want to do is, uh, you know, we have the five good minutes we do uh, that I do on Facebook, right? I go on there, five good minutes, kind of give you the lowdown um, real fast, kind of run through events and what's happening. So uh, in September, we're going to turn it over to you. And what we want is we want to show 30 Recovery Talks videos, one each day for the entire month of September. So... All of you who have been through Peer Support 101, working as peer supporters, you record a five-minute recovery video, and you're going to submit it, and uh, we're going to post one up each day. So instead of me going on and talking about this and that in five good minutes, we want to hear from you. Okay? How cool is that? Uh, we need you. So starting this special project for Recovery Month, September we want to post 30 recovery talks in 30 days. We'll post one video on YouTube and social media profiles each day in September. You can find more details on our website. Share your video at tribute.co backslash 30 and 30. You will also need to complete the release form. Okay, There's a release form with it because we need your permission to actually post it. If we don't get your release form, we can't actually post it. Okay. So record your video. Five minutes, man. Five minutes. And I will tell you, you know, in the couple of years I've been doing Peer Support 101 now, I have had some absolutely awesome 
five-minute recovery talks. I mean, laugh, cry, you know, laugh and cry, right? Smiling, cheering, all of it. Uh, there are some fantastic stories out there, and we want to share them. And we'd like to do 30 and 31 each day. So uh, if you want to share your story, that's, that's going to be the way to do it, okay? 30 and 30. I know I'll be doing one. Uh, everybody here is um, going to do one. We've already got some people signed up working on it, so that's awesome. So we need, we need 30 of them, okay? All right, the next thing that I want to talk about is uh, we have a scavenger hunt going on, in case you don't know this. Now, uh, we, had it, so we started it in July, and we just didn't get very many people signing up. So we're, we're extending it out, okay? Get a team together, gather photos based on recovery themes. Great cash prizes for the individual and team winners, as well as People's Choice Award. Recovery basket. Registration open until August 31st. Photo lists will be distributed uh, September 1. Go to mtpeernetwork.org and uh, look at what we got going on there. Click on Scavenger Hunt and you will see all of the details. Uh, this is pretty cool. This is something that the board of directors has been working on and they have really gotten into it and I've seen the list and it's really cool. I mean, I've never actually done a scavenger hunt before, but um, you know, of course I'm familiar with them. I've seen other other places do them and I thought, man, this is, this is pretty cool. And so this is something they're putting on, something fun, and uh, we hope that you'll get involved. And so, you know, uh, there was a time when, you know, members used to say to me, yeah, you know, how do I get involved with MPN? And, and, and honestly, there was a time when we didn't have a lot. Like, we had lots of members, but we didn't have a lot of ways for you to get involved. And now we have a ton of ways for you to get involved with what we're doing. And so, you know, uh, just pick one <laughs> because we need you. You know, we can't, do, we can't do a scavenger hunt when no one signs up, right? We can't do a 30 and 30 if no one's sending their videos in. And so uh, we're over the 900 mark with uh, recovery stories. So I'm guessing we're going to easily get 30 recovery videos. And we just need to put the word out there more for the scavenger hunt. Sounds really cool. Um, take pictures with your phone and upload them and, and, and we'll go for it. So um, hopefully... Uh, you'll be into that, and you'll wanna you'll wanna take part, you know, because it sounds totally cool. All right, so <clears throat> next up, we have our uh, recovery support tech tool of the month. So, what do we got going on this month? This month, we're taking a look at Pacifica. Pacifica app, not the car, Pacifica app. Pacifica app is available on Android and iPhone. Uh, it's available, of course, iPad and on the web. Uh, it's developed as a way to deal with anxiety and depression. Pacifica offers a lot of peer support options. In fact, it's a major component of this app. It's, it's why we picked it. You can post in a discussion board join a live chat group, or start your own chat. 
like summertime depression, summertime blues, right? It tracks your moods, suggests activities, helps you reach your goals. Create, you can create a hope board, uh, and you can analyze your thoughts. There's plenty of free options. They also offer a subscription to open more options. Of course, you know, that's a little nice little marketing trick. Uh, there's even a way to connect with your own therapist if they're also using the app. So, you know, what I what I was thinking when I found out about this, I was thinking, huh, you know, I could have the app and then I could talk to my therapist and see if my therapist would buy the buy the subscription and then we could uh, we could do even more. So, uh, recovery support tech tool of the month is uh, the Pacifica app, and this is free again, Android. Apple, and so uh, Tech Tool of the Month, Pacifica. Go check it out. We highly, highly recommend it. All right. Uh, I don't know if, how many of you know this, but, uh, you know, we're doing, we're uh, copying the project we have in Butte, um, the recovery coaching project. So we're copying the project we ran in Bozeman, kind of that uh, landmark pilot project that turned into a full-on program where we worked with law enforcement. We put peer supporters in the community. Well, we've got some new funding from the Mental Health Trust. I want to say a big thank you to them. And, uh, and we're, we're recreating the program in, uh, in Butte. And we have two peer uh, supporters there. Our, two of our recovery coaches are um, Ashley and Nick. And uh, we recently, they both work part-time, and then we, so we recently added one more uh, to kind of fill in because we weren't quite, we weren't quite uh, covering everything. And so uh, the, the third one is this Michael Licardi, who uh, we're going to bring on here in just a minute. We're going to talk to, and um, we're going to talk about his recovery. But I mentioned the program because a lot of people don't know that we're, we're actually doing the program in Butte. We're trying to get it going um, we are getting it going, but trying to replicate uh, what we had going in Gallatin County and all the success and all the great outcomes. And so, um, yeah, we're going to be, we'll probably be doing some, uh, some data reports on the website like we used to do with the uh, Gallatin one. Um, and we're just starting to get some data coming in. The program is um, just a few months old. And so uh, hang tight, but we want to let people know that we're doing, we're doing that. So it's totally cool. So, all right. Um, so as I said before, we're going to be talking to Michael McCarty. Okay, so I am here with uh, today's guest, Michael McCarty. Michael is a peer supporter with, uh, as I said, Instar Community Services in Helena. And he's been in recovery since June 19th, uh, 2009 want to say welcome, Michael, to the show. Thank you, Jim. Welcome. I'd like to say hi to everybody out there. All right. And uh, thank you so much, uh, really, for taking the time and for being willing to do this, for willing to come on and, you know, talk about your experience with, you know, basically the whole world, because now it'll be all over the Internet. So thank you. I, I absolutely appreciate this opportunity. Right, right. So, um I guess where, you know, I, I'd like to start is, um, you know, there's sort of the broad question of, you know, how, how did, how did, how did you, Michael, or why did you, um, you know, how'd you get involved with peer support and why is, uh, 
Why why is that your your career choice? Well, okay, uh, we'll have to go a little backwards on that. Sure. Actually, the reason I got into peer support, which I didn't even know I was doing at the time, is because a very good friend of mine in Narcotics Anonymous, a recovery group that I attend for my recovery, suggested me to me that I'd be good at service work, H and I work, you know, hospitals and institutions, uh-huh. and and the fact that she had discovered that you were putting on this peer support program in Montana mm-hmm. and that it was a great way to get involved with others that were uh, wanted you to do more in their recovery than just attend meetings, you right, know? Right. It was a way to give back to the communities. And one of the best parts about it was it's a way to stay in recovery myself. Nice. Which uh, ends up in long-term uh, foundation building mm-hmm. and education. Nice. Very Nice. You know, that's, I, I would say that's, that's probably a common pathway for lots of people, right? Um, we, we, meet, yeah. we, meet somebody, we meet somebody who says, hey, you know, you might be good at this, or this might be good for you, or, you know, I know this opportunity. Um, well, another part of this, Jim, is, you know, coming from a background like I did, which I had multiple felonies, mm-hmm. uh, spent a lot of time in jails and prisons and stuff, Basically, I created a huge uh, consequence of employment. Mm. Okay, so I, you know, I lacked, I lacked in training. I never got a college education. I only got, you know, I got my high school diploma through a through a continuation course. Um, so I wasn't, you know, then the years I spent in addiction and the years I spent in prison, jails, mm-hmm. institutions, things like that. I wasn't, didn't really have a great work record or ethic, you know. Sure, sure. Uh, this was able to lead me into something where my experience was valued. Right. Where I was able to use my life experiences and the things that had happened in my life to help others not have to go through that or how they could navigate through them if they were involved in it. Yeah. And my passion grew for this as it became uh, notice, noticeable to me that this is something I could do. This was something I could actually achieve, and it was something that was in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, how how did you feel when you when you realized that? You know, when the light bulb went off and you realized, oh, I could turn this into something positive. What, what was that moment like for you? It was life changing. It was. I get. I got back hope. It gave me joy. It brought back my pride. It helped with my sense of responsibility. My dedication, it was, you know, Jim, it was all-encompassing in my life at that point because I've been struggling. You know, even though I've been clean for quite a while, mm-hmm. I was struggling with struggling with all the wreckage, all the baggage it comes with, right. the stuff you did in the past. Right. It, that, come, that comes forward with you. Yeah. And yeah. that's not easy water to navigate through. Right. And I always had the problems of feeling self-conscious, not, not equal to, less than. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things played in it all the time. And, and, you know, I was fortunate that at one time I was able to, someone took a chance of me and I had a very minimal menial job. Uh, not menial in a sense of the amount of time I got to do it per week. Mm-hmm. It was a great job because it was helping others, uh, but it wasn't enough. Right. You know, it wasn't enough to be sustainable. Right, right. And uh, this is something that it just fills all areas of my wellness and my life. So, yeah. I, I, I share that experience. That, that was why I asked it that, that way, because 
I remember for myself when I made that realization, you know, yeah. that, wow, that this, and, and, and you called it wreckage, and, and I, I call it damage, you know, all the damage I did when I was unwell, like, it does come with you. You're absolutely right. It does come with you. And I, I, I felt it, it made me worse. It really was uh, more depressing to me, you know, thinking, oh, my God, this is all going to come with me forever. Um, and, and then on top of that, you add the stigma of society's outlook sure. upon people in recovery, whether it be mental illness, whether it be addiction, whatever it is, you know, or even if it's just prison background right. or stuff like that. We're fighting that, too. Right. And this being a program that is integrating into our communities right. and into society and into the medical profession, right. it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And, you know, I feel, I feel good when I wake up every day that I have this ability and this uh, opportunity in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's a fact it's just, you know, it gave me back my life. It gave me back the feeling of being a human being and part of again. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so. That's really, that's wonderful. That's amazing. To hear, I mean, it's 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 incredible work, isn't it? It is, and it's, it's so you know, it's so fulfilling, and it's so um, life changing. Not just on my part, but I see the results in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. The people, and the people you're supporting, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, are the people I work with, the yeah. people I'm supporting, the people that are in recovery, the people that want to get into recovery. Every little aspect mm-hmm. from. The person that's still struggling or using today or struggling with you know, a mental diagnosis or whatever, when you can step into their life and help take some of that load off by advocating for them and helping them work through the processes and stuff, it's an incredible feeling of joy. It really is. And it's, uh, to me, it, you know, it's twofold because every time I walk through a challenge with somebody, it adds to my toolbox. It adds to the things in my life that I have get more experience in that help me move forward in my life too in recovery. So nice. Very it's, nice. a, you know, it's a program that helps both sides of the equation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, you mentioned having a prison background, how, you know, can we talk a little bit about that? I mean, what talk about the challenges there. So, um, what, what did you face, um, having that kind of background. I mean, you talked about the job, but what else was there? What were some of the other challenges? Well, the challenges were I couldn't go, I would go to Lowe's and fill out an application and never hear back. Or I would go to some other uh, place of employment, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some of the other companies yeah. or like working homes, things like that. Yeah. And then I would get a, I would get in the mail a printout of all my past crimes and all my, uh-huh. you know, all my past arrests, all right. my, all my felonies and stuff like that with a, with an apology letter on why they couldn't hire me ah. due to their policy or due to, right. due to their regulations or, or, you know, it was just, it was constantly hitting a brick wall, mm-hmm. constantly hitting a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And when that happens to a person who's in recovery, trying to make it in this world, you just get beat down. Mm-hmm. Sure. You get beat down and you sure. wonder what it's all for. You know, I often wonder what I paid my debt to society for when society will no longer treat me as an equal citizen. Mm. Like you were still being punished. I'm still being punished. Yeah. I, like I said earlier, I'm still dealing with wreckage for the past. Mm-hmm. Even though I have nine years clean, mm-hmm. I have 
taking made great efforts to educate myself, mm-hmm. participate in trainings, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, all mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I took the Pure 101 class too, mm-hmm. which was a great class, by the way, and taught me a lot about myself mm-hmm. and others and society. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even with all those things that I'm adding up in the plus column, mm-hmm. you get out there in the world and they just want to, they just want to take your legs right up underneath you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, like I said earlier, I, I started using in sixth grade. Oh. And what that did was uh, it basically set the tone for the next 20 years of my life of rude relationships, bad employment, mm-hmm. criminal activity, mm-hmm. uh, jail time, prison time, uh, mm-hmm. drug rehab, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My addiction was so bad that I got stuck in that for years, which, you know, mm-hmm. affected my life to this day. Still does. Right. What, what would you say, Michael, to that? you know, to that younger version of you, you know, who's out there. I would say that when you have the opportunity to use the resources that are available to you today in your community in programs like peer support, mm-hmm. whether you have to go to a drug rehab or a 12-step program or something to, to address the situation you're going through, mm-hmm. take advantage of it. Your life is worth so much more than you might think at this point. Because I have learned that if someone back then, if there would have been a program like this back then Mm -hmm. that I've been shown or introduced to or been able to utilize, Mm -hmm. my life probably would have been different. Sure, Uh, sure. You know, I don't know that, you know, I I don't, my, my, my whole addiction process would have been addressed differently. Right. So I would have had a peer supporter to walk through the fire with me, to advocate right. for me. Right. Someone that could share the life experience, especially that's the most important part. If I had met somebody back then who had done what I'd already done and came out the other side mm-hmm. clean mm-hmm. and with a life that had positive things thrown me into it, I probably would have been more open to accepting that way of life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I think yeah. a lot of this comes by show me instead of tell me. Yeah. And I take great strides today to let the people that I work with, mm-hmm. let the people in my life see how the progress is moving forward in my recovery today. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that speaks more than that. That's a big proponent. Right. You know, the big right. part of it. Right. And, right. And that experience. And also the relatable part of it. When you can share the exact experience that somebody else is going through in that moment that you did 10, 15, 20 years, or two years, mm-hmm. or, and they see that you're okay and you're in front of them mm-hmm. and that your life is better, that speaks volumes. Absolutely. You know? Well, it can give people hope. You know, it can yeah. give them hope that, hey, things can get better. Oh, wow, look at this guy. He changed. Yeah. Maybe I could change too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so talk about today. So, uh, your work at Instar. Talk, talk about that, and tell us about that. Today, I am grateful for the fact that I work for a wonderful lady. Her name is Terry Russell. Mm-hmm. She's a licensed addiction counselor, mm-hmm. and she opened up a business here in Helena, Montana, which was in very much need of another outpatient chemical dependency center. Mm-hmm. Her vision from the very start, from her first day of opening the doors she incorporated peer support. She knew that we could add to mm-hmm. her side of the program and our side of the program because she knows the value of the people that have walked through this before. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many different pathways to recovery. 
And the way that she, the way that helps the best is if you find someone else that is relatable mm-hmm. to you, mm-hmm. that has walked through that that those trials, the trauma, right. the tri- you know, the tribulations, the right. jail time, right. the you know, the loss of children. There are so many different things that happen to us out there along the way yep. before recovery and in recovery. Right. Right. And she saw the value of that, and she immediately applied us in her program here. That's, so, that's great. How does somebody get a hold of hold of you there in Helena? Well, you can get a hold of me here. I work for Instar Community Services, mm-hmm. and we're at 1824 North Last Chance Gulch. We're the upper level, and I actually have a peer supporter cell phone. The number is 406 422-7082 and our office phone is 406-422-4828 Excellent, and Excellent. There, there's, The phones are manned there's a, We have a receptionist here at the office If I don't pick up the phone she will get the message to me I always return my phone calls within a 24 hour period There you go So if you're listening if you're listening, and you want to get a hold of Michael in that area you're looking for support or maybe you just want to talk to him and find out more about what he did give him a call and talk to him reach out right and also Jim we have three other supporters beside myself that work here one other uh, two females and one other male excellent so, so choices so you have some choices yeah some choices excellent well, I have a, one of the female one of the ladies I work with here has 30 years of clean time Wow, there you go. She's a, she's a wonderful lady. She's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, excellent. Well, Michael, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you opening up and uh, sharing a bit about yourself. This is such important work that you're doing. Uh, Jim, I appreciate the chance to be transparent and open. That is one of the biggest parts of my recovery today. And to be able to have a venue to do so is a pleasure. So I thank you. Yeah, thank you. And keep up the good work. It's really it's really important. So thank you. Thank you, you. Thank you so you. much, Michael. Thanks for coming right. on. Take care. Okay. Let's keep going. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Thanks so much to Michael. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. Uh, another episode of uh, Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks podcast. Thanks so much, and we will see you next time.
Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.